0: Winning Cures Everything. Now
1: for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 264, the NFL podcast. We're going to jump into a lot of things today. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Uh, We are going to talk about the NFL recap from the wild card weekend. We are going to give you our playoff previews, uh, our picks, predictions, all the wonderful things. And we are going to talk about NFL coaching changes, the new hires, uh, all that wonderful stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about it even more next week and the week after, et cetera, et cetera, because there is a lot of moving parts here. Uh, the show is brought to you by Tunica of Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Find more information on their uh, books over at tunicatravel.com. You can find us at winningcureseverything.com. You can find everything about us on uh, our YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash winningcureseverything. Uh, you can find us on uh, social media, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can find us on Twitter at winningcures. You can get me on Twitter at Gary WCE. You can get me at Chris B. Giannini. Now, let's quit wasting your time. Let's jump into it. <laughs> All right, NFL Wild Card weekend recap. I know we're late. We're sorry. Brought to you by Tunica Mississippi, South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. You can go check out all of them over at tunicatravel.com. Let's jump in. We're going to go relatively quickly through this. Uh, Indianapolis 21, Houston 7.
0: Thorough stomping.
1: Uh, it was 21 to nothing at the half. Correct. The Colts did not score again. Uh, Texans defense pretty legit. But I think that the Colts realized they didn't have to put up more points. I
0: think they were just running the ball, killing the clock, and uh, just trying to not make – don't make mistakes. No, you're right about that. Don't beat yourself.
1: No. And and they – I mean, they looked good.
0: They, two games in a row the Colts went into Houston and kind of
1: beat them up. Andrew Luck, 19 out of 32, 222 yards, two 22. touchdowns. Marlon Mack was the star of the ballgame. 24 rushes for 148 yards. Um, Deshaun Watson – like didn't look great. He, his numbers weren't terrible, right? Twenty nine out of forty nine, two hundred thirty five yards, one touchdown, one pick. But if if you're throwing the ball forty nine times and you're the Texans, that is a problem. Yes, just period. That's that's an issue. Man, um, they kind of took Hopkins out of the game too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know who the Kiki Kuti is from Texas Tech. Uh. But he looked good. Eleven receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown. Looked good. Hopkins uh, Hopkins got hurt at the end of the first half. Didn't really look the same after that. Um, you know, I mean, he was he was still fine. He was targeted ten times. He caught five passes, 37 yards. Whatever. <sighs> That's rough. Just not good. Uh, we both called this. The Colts look great right now. Uh, they are ten and one in their last eleven now. Uh, and it's going to set up an interesting game in Kansas City, and we'll we'll get to that in the previews. Uh, let's move on to Saturday night, Seattle and Dallas. This is a fun game. This was this was a fun game at the end. This it was, was kind of
0: boring throughout the middle.
1: Uh, but that's what these two teams do. That's right. They
0: play good defense.
1: Dallas 24, Seattle 22. Uh, Janikowski Golly. gets hurt on the last play of the first half. Pulls a hammy. Yeah, which is crazy, right? I, I thought he kicked the turf. Did he kick the turf?
0: Look, I don't know.
1: I I couldn't like. I I
0: I just, I just thought he was drunk. (laughs) I mean, that's that's still likely. I mean, there's a
1: strong possibility. Strong possibility, but uh, yeah, Seattle. If if he hits that field goal, then they win this game. Oh well, yeah. Well, it's a completely different game. It's a different game because they wouldn't go for halftime. Yeah, Yeah. no,
0: the game totally changes.
1: Uh, Seattle gets that last two point conversion and. Crushes Woo, Dallas betters the old backdoor cover. I believe that. Listen, believe that. If you can't get in the front door,
0: just get in the back.
1: I I gave out Dallas. Get it in. I gave out Dallas minus two and a half last week, and I didn't bet it
0: until it was at two. Oh, you sneaky bastard! So you, I, you I so I ended over. up pushing. Pull one over on the fans. Well, because normally I bet the it's games before
1: that. we actually come in and record. Yeah, right? we
0: we we're giving you numbers that we don't like that we don't see. We're giving you numbers that we have that we actually get. That we um, and we tell you if we if it moves this way, then get it better. If it's moving the other way, get it quick. I mean, yeah, like we or
1: or buy it down or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I just I missed I the two and a half. Buy it down. Um, that's, that's crazy talk. I'm just saying, <laughs> some people do. Sometimes those hooks are important, man. And in this case, it was really important. The vig, you Bro, believe math, that
0: math tells you it's a sucker's bet.
1: I, I mean, you, you would think so in most cases. In this case, in this case, it it paid off. Uh, Dallas looked good. I didn't. Um, I didn't need to buy it. Look, Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, if, if I was Pete Carroll,
0: I would have fired him immediately. Like, but part of this is on Carroll it, too. It, this is this is the way Carroll does things. Here is the problem, though, and this is what I saw. Before the season started, I did not think much of the Seattle team at all. Because I don't believe in Brian Schottenhammer at all to run a, an, an offense capable of getting the most out of Russell Wilson. And... Well, that, that's what's nuts to me, right? Like, it, so Robert Mays from The Ringer had the best tweet, best quote I've heard in a long time after this game was over with. He said, look, if you're going to run this offense... Just trade Russell Wilson and go get you a cheaper quarterback. You you don't need to spend thirty million dollars on a quarterback to run this offense. No, you're right. You're 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 grossly inefficient economically speaking. If if you're going to spend thirty million dollars on a quarterback and have him run this kind of offense, it, Warren Sharp had the
1: had the best okay tweet. Uh, Seahawks fans, we're going to have to have a long talk about Brian Schottenheimer. Seattle doesn't have Blake Bortles or Case Keenum at quarterback. No. This is Russell Wilson. 16 Wilson passes at 8.3 yards per average versus 21 non-Wilson runs at 2.8 yards per carry. One of the worst called games with a good quarterback that I can ever remember. And then he goes on. Uh, It is now 2019, Pete and Brian. It is not okay to lose a playoff game because the other team stopped your running game when you have Russell Wilson's quarterback. You must adapt in game. You did nothing. It is insulting to your players and your fans. You lost this game because of your play calling. You should have known entering this game Dallas was number five against the run and number 16 against the pass. You should have known that Dallas's pass defense ranked number 31 in success rate the last month of the season. Even if you did no prep to understand Dallas, how do you not adjust in game? Russell Wilson averaged 8.6 yards per attempt and recorded a 106 rating. The Seahawks running backs averaged 2.8 yards per carry on 21 runs in the first half. On first down runs, or on first downs, your runs averaged 2.0 yards per carry. Passes averaged 14.5 yards per attempt, and yet you kept running on first down in the second half, like it was even. In the first half, Wilson was seven of 11 with 8.8 yards per attempt. Your running back run game gained 19 yards on nine carries. That's 2.1 yards per carry. Your longest run was five yards and yet you came out of the locker room on the first drive and went first and ten, one-yard running back run. Second and nine, three-yard running back run. Third and six, predictable pass, punt. Trailing on every offensive play on the second half and knowing the run game was burnt, you went full degaff First down play calls on your first four drives of the second half, six running back runs, at 3.9 yards per carry, 14% success rate. One pass, nine yards, 100% success rate. How do you do this to your team?
0: Well, if it makes you feel better, Pete Carroll has a nice, juicy extension this year that's paying him eleven million dollars a year.
1: I mean, it just—if—if it, it, if you're a Seattle fan, I'm sorry,
0: and I'm not saying Pete's not worth it, but—but but some of this is on Pete because Pete's the one that hired Brian. And Pete's the one that has to okay all this stuff. I don't know how you hire Brian Schottenheimer.
1: Like, I understand that we his, had that his conversation before is, the
0: season started, because like of what he did at Georgia under Mark no, Richt.
1: Man, I just no, oh, I I God
0: I, I don't I don't either. And and that's why I didn't like them before the season. I fell in love with them by the way they were just blowing people up. And well, Dallas, because the running game was playing well, no whatnot, joke. But but you got to be able to to adapt, and and if you can't adapt, I mean that's a yeah. that's a major league flaw. Like I said, it, it, here's the other thing that 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 stands out to me too. And let me let me talk up Dallas for a minute. I like making fun of Jason Garrett. I, I don't think Jason Garrett's a good coach. Um, but uh, but this team a couple of years ago i real and i might have said this on one of our old podcasts i really think i knew 11 people that were more athletic than people that were on the cowboys yes. they had no athletic ability whatsoever and they have changed the way they've drafted over the last several years and they just Jaylen were like we're, and, we're just we're Vander- just going to get dudes that can jump high and run fast and have lateral speed like nobody's business and, well, and, and, now and not only that, got, but but
1: they are smart yeah. enough to know how to play yeah. gap defense. They are incredibly disciplined.
0: Well, you can't do that if you don't have talent. You don't have Agreed. And it's not it's not even just about talent. At some point in time, you can't just have like the old smart veteran that knows how to play the game. You gotta have some studs that have some sparks numbers. That now, can you, that can right. run, that can jump, that have lateral speed, and 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 it's just they they look different. No, you're you're right about that. Uh, Chargers twenty three to
1: seventeen at Baltimore. Uh, I think we we both had the Chargers. Um,
0: this was a weird, weird game.
1: Yeah, strange. Uh, it was twenty three to three. One offensive touchdown. Uh, at at the half, it was what twelve to nothing. Yeah, twelve to nothing. But the Chargers did what they what what you have to do in this situation, which is take what they give you. Do not go crazy trying for fourth downs and all that. Like kick the field goals, do whatever you can to get Baltimore behind the eight ball because that offense cannot play from behind. Yeah, they can't come back. And Lamar Jackson showed he he cannot throw the ball yet. Uh, not towards the end of the game when he's just flinging it up there, and and the Chargers for whatever reason are in basically prevent, which is why anybody plays prevent. I have I just don't understand. I can't get it through my head. Um, but they come out with a win. Phillip Rivers does what he has to do. They, for all intents and purposes, dominated this game. Like it, it, it was, it, it was closer. to the game, in the
0: game that you only score one touchdown, they, yeah, dominate. they dominated the game. Yeah, I mean, they. they I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. As a Pats fan, I am I am absolutely nervous about this game coming up. But I will also tell you, you score one touchdown, you're gonna get your ass whipped. You're not going to New England scoring one touchdown and winning.
1: I think Baltimore's defense is better than New
0: England's. Maybe so.
1: I mean Baltimore to me top 3 defense in the league. Oh yeah. I, and all I don't even numbers, know what the numbers say. You know, all the
0: numbers say they're 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 1, 2 or 3 in every statistical category. I mean they're So no, that's a, that's a factual statement and the Patriots are probably around 21, 22 and that's fine. I'm just saying at some point in time I think the Chargers the will score more than one
1: different. touchdown against the Pats, okay. uh, and and they did not against Baltimore, but they didn't have to. That's right. They didn't have to. Didn't have to. Uh, last game, Philly and Chicago. Nick Foles' magic strikes again. Cody Parkey misses the field goal. Uh, I'm I'm going to go out and say that it was blocked.
0: I don't care about blocked or not. I'm gonna. I had this opinion the second the game ended. I'm not trying to be contrarian here. All these people bashing on Cody Parkey. What, are we going to ever get on Mitch Trubisky about anything or did he just get a pass for sucking? Okay? Because Cody Parkey scored more points. He only gets three at a time or one at a time every time he gets an opportunity to do something. And Mitchell gets six every time he gets a chance to do something. And he scored more than anybody else on the team. So just get off the man's back and score some touchdowns. You want to win these games, put the ball in the end zone. Stop yeah. relying on kickers. Yeah. Cody Parkey
1: was three out of four. Uh, His long was thirty six. I mean, look, Trubisky three hundred
0: three yards passing, couldn't get the ball in the end zone, but couldn't get the ball in the end zone. So died in the red zone. Some of that wasn't on him. I mean, the the play calling got away from him. They couldn't run the ball down there. They knew they couldn't. Um, It it was just a. It was kind of a weird offensive game. Mac surprisingly didn't have that great of a game. Um, but you know who did have a great game? You know who who had a who had a real good game? My boy Roquan. Oh yeah, yeah. Smith was Ro, Roquan. Was in the world. Roquan had a game, and I was I was watching it thinking he's he's starting he's starting to come on his own. And I wasn't done watching this Bears defense play football.
1: No, I I still I don't understand why the Bears were favored by
0: six and a half here. It uh, d- d- way too big way too big. Like, I, I just don't understand. I, I just thought all of them should have been if you're going to make them all two and a half when they all opened well, the, at But and this and one just, opened at six. I know and that. Then moved just, up. just make like, them all two and a half. And,
1: and you go and actually look at the numbers and and it was tickets on, on the Bears. I don't know. Everybody was betting them. I don't like, get
0: I it. guess people just didn't watch Philly I, I, since Foles took over. I love Chicago. Well, no, people still think Foles is the backup. I it, just don't understand it. Like, it makes no sense to me. I'm so you know how I follow Mike Leach just to the abyss, willingly. I would go to the gates of hell with that guy. I'm I'm following foals there, but I'm just doing blindfolded, just bird boxing it, man. Just cover the blindfold and just let me follow your voice. I don't know how we're getting there. Bird boxing I it. I don't know how it's working out. I can't explain any of it, but But the boy just wins. I'm along for the ride. The boy just wins. I mean, I just, it's, it's I just other world. right now. I just need him to start coming.
1: It's it is otherworld stuff. I don't get it. Uh, so that is our NFL wild card recap. As always, go to tunicatravel.com. Go check us out over at winningcureseverything.com. That is the NFL recap. All right, NFL divisional round playoff previews. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into this. Game number one: the Colts at the Chiefs. Chiefs are a a five-and-a-half point favorite. It's Saturday, January 12th, 335 p.m. on NBC. The over-under, 57-and-a-half. It's a pretty big number. Pretty big number. Um, I'll go on and tell you my pick here. Okay. I'm still rolling with the Colts. Uh, Five-and-a-half seems crazy to me. The Colts have got the better defense. The Colts' offense is, I think, going to have a field day against this Chiefs defense. We all know the Chiefs' playoff record at home, it, I don't think that that necessarily plays into this. I think there is a lot of pressure on them to win. I think the Colts are playing with house money right now. They oh, won 10 totally out of the last... Like it, it, this, is, this is the hottest team to start the year against the hottest team to end the year. Correct. And the Chiefs didn't play real well at the end of the season. No. they They lost the games against the toughest competition all season. And I think... The same thing happens here. I, I'm not going to take the Colts on the money line. I don't – well, I'm probably going to take the Colts on the money line, but I I'm, my bet is the Colts plus five and a
0: half. What What say you? I don't feel nearly as good about any of these games I did last I, week. I
1: think Marlon Mack goes bananas, and I think T.Y. Hilton has 100-plus yards. So, if you're looking for prop bets as well, look the for The thing
0: is, is, this Colts defense has looked really good, but they've looked really good against – the Texans twice. And the Texans offense is not this Chiefs offense. Yeah, and, and the Cowboys, and and I understand yeah. that, but I, I, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs and at home. I think this is the year they're doing something special. And um, I, I think last same thing I've always felt with the Chiefs games. Last team to get the ball, they get the ball last. They can win by a touchdown. I mean, I, th- I think they score fast enough, and and they've had an extra week to prepare and get ready. Uh, I think I think I'm going with the Chiefs. Now, we don't always bet our over unders.
1: Um, but like what's a field? No, like I don't 50?
0: I hate I hate college uh, NFL over under I don't really like in uh, over unders. Rarely do I like them at all. Um I, I would say over. If I'm if I'm given a pick for this thing, I would say over. It, well, if I the Chiefs are gonna win any y- it would offers. have to be over. Yes.
1: Um I, I trust Andrew Luck a lot more in this spot than I do Pat Mahomes. Um I think Mahomes turns it over a couple of times. The, the offensive and defensive line Correct. for the Colts has been otherworldly.
0: So, there's a couple of rules that I have to play off gambling um, that have served me pretty well over the years. One of them is usually bet dogs. These games are field goal games. Um well, it, it, that's the biggest thing. Is fourteen of the yeah.
1: last fifteen playoff games? They're all yeah. They're all close. The games. dogs have have no. covered
0: everyone up. That's right. No, the, the yeah. No, it's a crazy number. But the one thing that I'm that I'm one of the rules is also avoid the hot team. Avoid the team that not the hot team. Sorry, avoid the team that just blew somebody out the week before. Yeah, because you just work under the assumption that the last thing you saw was them blowing a team out so you now think they're going to blow this team out too and we only have one blowout and I think I'm just going to go, that's the only thing making this pick is I just saw them blow out the Texans I think I think I'm going to avoid them I think I'm going to go the other way
1: I can understand that I can understand that all right, so let's move into, what, Saturday night? Yes, sir. Cowboys at the Rams. Dallas going to L.A. Rams are a seven-point favorite. It's Saturday, January 12th, 7.15 p.m. on Fox. Over-under is 49.5. Um, Dallas impressed me last week. Their defense is, is pretty good. Uh, I think that the Rams have to have their running game Going well to open up their passing game. Uh, Goff has not looked great without his uh, his his safety net okay. without Cooper Cup. Uh, I don't know that the Cowboys are going to win the game. I like them to cover the seven though. Uh, that defense just looks lights out to me. I don't like. I don't expect Dak to play great away from home, but I don't think he has to. I think this defense can keep this game close. Uh, I think it's you know this could be a field goal game. It could end up being a uh, 27-24 game. It could end up being a you know 30 to 24 game. You know something like that, like it, where it's pretty close. Um, so I'm I'm rolling with the Cowboys plus the seven. I I think the Cowboys like with Amari Cooper with Dak playing like he is uh, with that defense to lean on. That is that's where it's at, and I, I again I don't know that they win, but I will take the Cowboys plus seven all day every day, and I, I think their chances of winning the game are actually pretty good. So remember, gonna... Sean McVay has not won a playoff game yet. Well, that's true, you know, and Jared Goff in big time situations, um, at last year especially. I mean, my goodness, that offense disappeared against the Falcons. Correct.
0: We're gonna go against each other again on this one. Um, I've made. Pretty good living betting off against the Cowboys. I'm going to roll them again. Here's but th- th- and this is my logic for it. And this is my yeah, pretty good for living it. this year. Yeah, I've done well. Okay, I've done well. I've bet against them every week. Now you're right about when that. I do bet, I bet against them. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think you've bet on Dallas for a single game this year. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do something like that. Um, I think a I'm going to continue to go with the better coach. Okay, also. I think I think Wade Phillips is going to have some 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 feelings about stopping this Cowboys offense. I I was kind of annoyed that Seattle couldn't seem to stop Zeke. Just just play them man to man and put everybody in the box and stop Zeke. The the Cowboys aren't beating you deep. Okay, they're not coming over the top of anybody. All right, Dak's making some really good throws. Cooper's getting open the other receivers are doing well. Like, everybody's playing fine, but Zeke opens all of that up. If you shut Zeke down, you shut all the rest of that down. Yeah. So, But I wonder how much is the same for the Rams if they can't get Gurley going. But I, don't, I think the Rams will get Gurley going. He's had an extra week of rest. Um, Sean McVay's had two weeks to design an offense, no matter who he plays. To That guy, I think, is the smartest guy in football. Now, you know that. Now, sometimes I overplay my hand in what I think about coaches. I think the coaching discrepancy between Sean McVay and Jason Garrett is immeasurable. I don't know that there's something quantitative you can use to measure those two things. And other than that, I don't know that there's a big difference between Dak and and Jared Goff. I don't know that. All right, all the Dak lovers are going to say I'm crazy and he's way better than him. I don't know that he's way better than him. There's some that will probably say they don't know that he's better than him. I don't know that Zeke is better than Gurley. And if Gurley's healthy, then I think we're fine there. So I, I'm going to take, I'm going to roll my chances with with the smartest guy in football, okay. and with two weeks to prepare for, you know, a team coming in to to play him.
1: I I would think I'm, I'm probably going to go under the forty nine and a half. I would go under if I had to pick it. Um, obviously we don't bet the over unders. Uh,
0: if I bet Every it I'm going to tell you I'm betting it. I'm yeah. not betting that one. Not, I'm not betting, betting the Rams, this. I'm betting on Sean McVay. Um
1: and I I mean it's it's tough to go against you because I mean you you went 4-0 last week.
0: So yeah, but I mean that could be um 0 and 4 this week.
1: That's it's entirely possible. It's entirely I I doubt it. But we'll see. Uh we'll see. So far you are uh you you've picked chalk so far I know. and you hate chalk. I know I but, hate I hate it. But we'll we'll see what happens with that. Let's uh so, I guess we'll move on to Sunday. Let's do Sunday. Chargers at the Patriots. Sunday, January 13th, 12.05 p.m. Central Time on CBS. Patriots are a four-point favorite. You know what that line opened at? I thought it opened at four. I think it opened at four.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was I was in Hollywood Casino when this— When they dropped the line. Yeah, when they dropped the line. Yeah, so it, it, and, it and I stayed thought, at four. And I thought I saw it at four. Hmm. It might have been four and a half, but I don't remember that.
1: Uh, the Chargers last week, one offensive touchdown. Uh, I think the Ravens defense is stronger than the Patriots defense. Okay. Um, the Pats defense, of course, you know, it. it they are very much a bend but don't break defense. Though. Do you think the Chargers flew back to L.A. and then back over to? Don't, don't know the answer to that. I mean, that that but, would seem kind of dumb,
0: right? But I'm going to tell you that I don't, look now. And you this look is a West way, Coast team
1: coming East Coast if, again. If
0: you look at the for for an early game, yeah. Um, if you look at the Pats defense this year, now I haven't looked at like any statistical numbers. I know they're not great, but I bet scoring defense wise, they're pretty good. I'm sure they are because they bend, they give up tons of yardage, tons. They don't give up a lot of points though. I mean, had a lot of teams scoring 30 on them.
1: No, not a ton. I mean the Titans. But which I think that that a game couple prob- of teams a couple of teams probably got them. Matt LaFleur the, me, uh, the Packers. General. Let me
0: let me tell you who scored on them. Teams that can that run the football in a run quarterback way. I mean, they gave up 40 to the Chiefs.
1: That's that's different. different, and they also won that game. <laughs> by the way, yeah, no, they did. They did. <laughs> so, uh, I think Chargers have a better defense than the Chiefs, um, but not
0: nearly good an offense. No, no, I, I, I don't think. And the Patriots' so. offense is way better than the Ravens'.
1: What a! Uh, all right, so what is what is the most points the Patriots are giving up? I'm, I'm actually going to look this. I'm gonna up. I'm going to say that that forty, the forty of the Chiefs. Yeah, probably. Um, I can't find New England here. Um, all right, so, yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. walloped the uh, the Jets at the end of the season. They got a week off to, uh, to rest their boys. Um, they, they should
0: be healthy. They should be good.
1: Uh, they gave up 20 to Houston, 31 to Jacksonville, 26 to Detroit, uh, 7 to Miami, 24 to Indianapolis, 40 to Kansas City, 31 to the Bears, 6 to Buffalo, 17 to Green Bay, 34 to Tennessee, uh, thirteen to the Jets, ten to the Vikings, thirty-four to the Dolphins, seventeen to the Steelers, twelve to the or to the Bills, and three to the Jets. Um, very look, much a bim but don't break. This is another one of those where I'm like, okay, this is this is a field goal game. This is hundred percent a field goal game, and I'm getting it at four. Like that's a magic number to me. I'm going Chargers plus four. Uh, I think the Chargers have a legit chance to win the game. I think their defense is playing really well, and, and the Chargers are undefeated
0: away from L.A. this year. Well, that's amazing because the Patriots are undefeated at home. Yeah, so I think this is this is going to be – And the Patriots have covered every game at home except the Kansas City game because it was three and a half. They won by a field goal. I would assume you're taking the Patriots. Taking the Pats, baby. <laughs> taking the Pats. Less than a touchdown. Yeah, listen to the touchdown. I, I will. So, so in all honesty, and not just fandom, I am betting the bats. I have bet the bats. I'm going to continue to always do the do that. Um, there is a chance that we could see some some Philip River legacy stuff in this playoffs, and and him go for a run. I believe it. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't scare me. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and uh, and I I just think. If he beat, if they beat the Patriots this week, I think I think they are the AFC's representative in the Super Bowl.
1: I, okay, I could see that. Well, I mean, because it, you only got one more game after this.
0: Yeah, one more game. and It's either against the Chiefs, the Chiefs or the Colts or the Colts, and you get the Colts at home, which I know you haven't really had a home field advantage all year. But I, I think I think a the Colts don't have the fan base that they're not going to fill up your stadium and travel to LA. Oh, I don't know, I man. The
1: Colts like. That's a pretty big fan
0: base. Colts, pretty big fan base, man. And I also think you're playing for an AFC title game. I, I think the San Diego Charger fans are going to come up for that game. I think you're going to have a home field advantage for the for once.
1: I could. Okay. I really
0: believe that. How, you only uh, got to get twenty thousand people in that thing to sell it out. I over under is forty five and a half. Going under. You're going under that. Patriots, bend but don't break. Ah, uh, you might be right.
1: I, I I do think that the uh I do think the Chargers will score, but this could in this could easily be a twenty four,
0: twenty one game and that's your under. I don't I don't know that the Chargers score a lot. I mean I think I, mean, they, see, I think they can get a lot of field goals. We could see a twenty one to seventeen game. Their red zone offense has not has not been great all year. This is not just a Baltimore Ravens thing. They haven't been excellent all year. No, no, you're right. They get in the red zone, they get bogged down. No, you're you're right about that.
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to Sunday afternoon.
0: Oh, God. Oh, Lord. The Eagles and the Saints. I was in this position last week. I wanted the Bears to win so badly. But Why? But, uh, just so you can watch I, the defense. Well, I like the Bears. I like watching them this team. Yeah, this year, they're, they're a lot of fun to watch. I want to watch good, fun football.
1: Uh, the I want to watch
0: Camille Mack just wreck people.
1: Saints are a seven-and-a-half point favorite. Sunday, January 13th at 3.40 p.m. on Fox. Over-unders 50-and-a-half. Um, I cannot get the 48-to-7 shellacking out of my head. And I understand Carson Wentz was playing quarterback then. A long time ago. And 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 while I do understand that that was right in the middle of the Saints, like everything was going right for him, and everything was going wrong for the Eagles. Correct. Um... I still think the Saints in the Superdome, at, even with Nick Foles on the other side. This Saints team is the best team in football. They have been. And they're the most
0: complete team. You're and, absolutely And they've right had a
1: week that. off to rest and a week off to prep and and get a game plan ready. Yep. And I think it will show. I think they will come out and score early and often. God. Um, I'm going Saints minus 7.5. This is the first... Uh, I mean, I, look. I know you went four zero last week.
0: God, we're going against each other in every game.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are. I didn't know um, that.
0: I wasn't expecting that.
1: Which the the likelihood is that I will probably be the one to go No, 0-4, That's not
0: true. That's not. That's absolutely
1: not true. La- absolutely last not week true. I went you've three and well. one. You've yeah, I went
0: really well. Well, because know.
1: we we were the same on uh, a lot of them last week.
0: But you're not a ham um, sandwich even on the year, man. No, I mean I, I hadn't been bad. No, you've I mean been I'm fine. above five
1: hundred. Yeah, um, but. You know, look. I, it, you, my you, analysis it is like, simple. You're picking at 60 percent against the spread this year, so like I, I can't. It's tough to argue when I'm at
0: like 51.8 or something. My analysis is very simple. I'm blindly following. Nick Foles. I just, I, I don't know what is happening. I, the argue, So we had a mutual conversation with a mutual. I said we had a conversation with a mutual friend the other night, and he was pointing out. Well, who are the people Nick Foles has beaten? Oh, he he beat Trubisky and he beat Case Keenum last year, and he be, and he threw out like all these garbage quarterbacks. I'm like, he also beat Tom Brady in a game where the Patriots didn't punt. Yeah, and he put up 500. Tom Brady had more yards in NFL Super Bowl history and lost the game because Nick Foles. Yeah, is a maniac. I, I don't know. I want this is another situation where I want the Saints to win. They were my Super Bowl winner. I love Drew Brees. I want to see him go out on a high horse. I don't even know that he'd retire. I, I like Sean Payton. I think they're the better team. If there is a game where I think the team can blow the other team out, I think it's this game. I I'm taking the seven and a half and hoping that it's a it's a touchdown and I win money. So you're you're all in on the Eagles going, I'm just going. I also want to point out that uh, uh, our friend Sam, uh, said Westlake Pirates. Yeah, yeah. If if you were smart, you'd put all the money you can on the Patriots because uh, every year that Belichick wins a Super Bowl, Nick loses, and when Nick wins, Belichick loses. And that's when Nick went down the other night. I thought, eh, well, well, you might have some. This might be might be a magical year. Yeah, but Nick didn't go down. Nick did go down. What are you talking about? Nick Saban. Oh, Alabama. Nick Saban. Oh, I know you right. Belichick and Saban. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Nick Foles. I was like, Oh, what no, are you not about? Big Dick Nick. No. Uh, <laughs> Little Dick Nick. <laughs> All right, that is our Eagles Saints. Oh, uh, over 50 and a half. What, uh, I'll go over on this one. Okay, that's. I, I kind of figured that. If
0: it goes over, I'm going to lose, but but I'll be happy.
1: That's There you go. <laughs> I'll take that. That's my only logic. All right, that, uh, that's that's going to wrap up our NFL previews uh, on the podcast. Here we are going to jump into the NFL Coaching Changes. All right, this is our NFL Coaching Changes uh, segment. It's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. You can read about all of them at tunicatravel.com. Go check that thing out. You can find more about us over at winningcureseverything.com. Let's jump into it. There's only been a few, uh, just a, a handful of hires. Uh, the Packers hire Titans OC
0: Matt LaFleur. Um, the 22nd best offense in the NFL, Matt LaFleur. Hey, baby.
1: I, is, see, I see
0: what you're doing there, Green Bay. Th- this is all
1: Sean McVay. I don't have any. This idea is all Sean McVay. The they're doing no, they they want it. Teams want anything that is close to Sean McVay right now. I don't, I don't understand I don't, it. I don't think that's smart. I don't think it is either. I don't go out and smart. find the best guy. Like Frank Reich had nothing to do with Sean McVay, and he is killing it in Indianapolis right now. Correct. So, I I just I don't understand it. Now watch watch Lafleur go out and win like eleven games next year. <sighs> that ain't but I mean, you know we've said crazy things. We we didn't think highly of McVay when he went to L.A. I don't know that I didn't think highly I
0: just thought he was a child is this not the same thing no this isn't the same thing you've got one guy that's an elite athlete but is totally uncoachable and you just brought another guy with no experience at all at being a head coach had five minutes of experience being an offensive coordinator well play caller I mean, he was O.C. under McVay okay sure was, Like, was in title only yeah I know on him um, and, and that's it. Like, that's going to work out well. I, I you can't just believe it. You just gave Aaron Rodgers someone who is not going to hold him accountable or be tough on him at all.
1: Which makes you wonder if, uh, if Rodgers was involved in the process.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got back. Oh, yeah, I'll take that guy. Yeah, that guy's not going to push me around at all. Cardinals hired uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I a little shocking, right? I, wanted, I mean, I was I was super with it. I wanted Kingsbury to go to the NFL because I think he's good for the NFL, but I think he needs to learn to be. I so I when is the last time Kingsbury was actually like involved in
1: the NFL? When he played for the Patriots and he was backing up Tom Brady. But I mean, that's been ten years. Why? I mean, why are we giving him a head coaching speaking job in of, the NFL? Speaking right of which, now?
0: maybe maybe the TV twelve method's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Kingsbury was Tom Brady's backup. A decade ago, Tom's still slinging it. Yeah. Making the playoffs. Yeah. No, you're um right. I just don't you couldn't you couldn't be more than an eight or nine win team in college.
1: Now I and think all of a it's sudden, a little, little bit different. No, right? oh
0: no, your caliber of talent, but I don't know. Listen, Arizona, you think they got much more talent than they had at Lubbock?
1: No. No. But I think I think the talent discrepancy in uh in college is so different because uh, y- you're, right. just, you're not going to be no. able to win if no, you don't you're... have the hosses in college. Um, and he did pretty well with what he had. I mean, uh, you saw him this past year with a third-string quarterback. Actually, I mean, it, what they ended up 5-7, and seven, but, like, they were competitive against really good teams, and their offense, it didn't matter who was back there at quarterback. They were, like, they were still figuring stuff out. I think with Josh Rosen, with David Johnson – I'd Wait. like to
0: see him do well. I like those and guys, and, and I want to see him Cheryl. do well. He's got Larry Fitzgerald for, for at least another year. He might not. I mean, it, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, but you know, here, here's here's my here's my concern on this, and and this happens in sports all the time. It happens in business, and this is where I learned it. I believe that people get promoted to a point of failure. I believe that you're good at job A, so we're going to promote you to job B, and you're good at job B, so we're going to promote you to job C, but. A and B and C are so different in jobs. You can't just keep promoting people because they're good at something. Once they're really good at it, let them be really good at it. And let them just stay there. Let him be an OC and let him wake up in the morning and worry about nothing but offense. Because I do believe he's a great offensive mind. But now he's got to worry about team meetings and and and, and building a staff. Running defenses because you're still accountable for everything that happens on that side of the ball. Keeping
1: professionals happy.
0: Yes, like well, it it handling all the different uh, media obligations that you got to handle. If you're the OC, you don't have to do any of that crap. You show up, you go to work, and you go home. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, I hope it works out. I don't believe in this hire.
1: I, I don't. I think. Had it not been Arizona,
0: I might would have felt better about it. So, if he goes to Green Bay or New York, you think it's going to be better? I mean, maybe not. I, 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 I don't,
1: don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think. Had when he I been heard people OC, talking about him being up for head coaching jobs in the NFL, I thought it was interviews. Like, I, I didn't think yes. he would actually
0: get the job. I, I, I thought somebody would hire him as an OC. If he was the next Titans OC, I would have been ecstatic. I would have been yeah. thrilled.
1: But instead, now he's the Cardinals head coach, and you're going, like, I understand he's, he's pretty just, to look at.
0: They just fired a guy after one season. What are you going to do if offensively you're looking better, but defensively you look like garbage and you still have the same record? I mean, you got a point.
1: I don't know what they're going to do. But if you're Kingsbury, you can't say no. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, you take the job.
0: That's right. It was offered to you.
1: It was offered to you, you take the job, you go out, you uh, you try and prove it. Uh, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bruce Arians. Now, you said on here multiple times that Arians had said he that the said, only job he would come out of retirement for was the Browns job.
0: I heard him say it with his mouth.
1: So that makes him a liar. Yeah. I don't understand this uh, at all. And not from the Tampa Bay perspective. Like This is great for Tampa Bay. Like, unless they just offered him oodles of money I have no idea but even still uh, I would not
0: want to coach Jameis Winston that's where I'm coming good from luck. good luck the health problems you had at Arizona good luck this will be what finally gives him the stroke that kills him
1: yeah I mean this is just
0: and it's not just Jameis here's the problem they got rid of Dirk Cutter and as, and as much as I wasn't a huge Dirk fan like the GM was the problem the GM married himself to Jameis and will not let go of Jameis and and I just don't get that. And he's still there. He got to keep his job.
1: Now I, I will say this: uh, it's pretty common knowledge that wherever Arians goes, Todd Bowles is going to be his DC. That, oh no, no, yeah. So I, I would I think imagine we all
0: assume. Like I said, I think Tampa Bay is all the better for it. I'm just curious: is is Bruce going to walk in and say, "We got to get this kid out of here"? I mean, maybe. I mean, you got what twenty
1: million wrapped up in him this year. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, it, we'll see what they do in the draft, right? But if, but if you, yeah, I mean, in the draft, if they if they go out and they take a quarterback kind of early, um, or they could just be waiting around. Like they could completely tank with Jameis next year, and and set themselves up for Justin yeah. Herbert or Tua Tim or River, yeah. whoever. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's an interesting predicament. I don't know why Bruce took the job. Um, I find it, I find it very strange. I mean, you know, I I would say he's going down to Florida. Like that's where people go to retire. Um, But he's
0: going to Tampa. He's not that kind of guy, though. I mean, he's a football guy. He's a worker. I mean, he's a hard no. He he definitely is tough guy. So he, you know, this is a guy that drank paint once just because he thought it'd make him tougher. Dang, that's that's hardcore.
1: That is hardcore. Falcons hired Dirt Cutter as their offensive coordinator I think to, this was to segue a, into this. I think this was a good hire. As yeah, much is as I like crapping on Atlanta, yeah. I think this is a good Get hire. Get him away from Jameis. Uh, he did good things with the offense.
0: No, no, Dirk. Dirk was not the problem, and I think this is one of those where maybe he got promoted to a point of failure. I would love to have him as my OC. Yeah, and, and this is this is a good spot. You have right? a grown up in the room now too, and that's what's important because you just had a child in that room for a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you get to coach Matt Ryan and all of the ridiculous talent that the Falcons have. They got
0: to protect Ryan. They got to get back to running the football a little better. But yeah. they
1: they got to well, they got to shore up the defense.
0: And and I think having well, that's Dan I think job. getting I think getting it's Freeman not job.
1: well it it's the injuries right yeah. so getting some of those guys back healthy getting Freeman back at running back is going to help a lot, um, yeah I mean yeah. I, I think the Falcons it's going to be pretty good let's talk about the Browns candidates to close out because uh, you are fired up about this
0: I'm just not happy
1: Let, but the, so I'm going to read through this list of coaches that they have interviewed already okay. Um and and your face can say it all if you want or you can make a sound or you can whatever you want to do. It's just just read uh, just get go through the list. So, Freddie Kitchens like okay. Uh Greg Williams, eh, you can understand that. Uh Kevin Stefanski, Vikings OC for the last like four games of the yep. year. he yeah, has got four three four games under his belt. Okay. Yeah, and and didn't look great. Uh Matt Eberflus, Eberflus. Probably
0: the best candidate that maybe not the best. Colts defensive coordinator. Yeah, their defense has looked it has looked really good really this year. Good. Uh, Brian Flores, Pat's linebacker coach. I can't figure that one out. Um, well, because he's got ties to Belichick. That's right? a terrible excuse. Uh, just saying. Dan Campbell, Saints associate head coach, and uh, what tight, ends, tight coach? ends coach? Yeah, I mean, if he's the assistant head coach of Sean Payton and he's learned under him for a while, then then maybe that's a pretty good resume. I mean, not maybe. That is a pretty good resume. I'd, I'll take somebody. Who has actually spent that much time under Sean Payton?
1: But if he's a tight ends coach, I mean, I don't have know to have what some... else
0: he does, and I don't know how good he is at building a staff and all these other things. I, I just, I'm very disappointed. This is a list that I'm not thrilled
1: with. And then the last, the uh, the only uh, former head coach here, Jim
0: Caldwell. Oh yeah, that'll get you excited in the morning.
1: Yeah, who, what did he, he? coached the Lions and the uh, the Colts, and both of them to like losing records, yeah. right? Overall,
0: he wasn't terrible. I mean, he no, he, to, he took things. the Lions he, to the playoff. He took the Colts to the playoff. He playoffs. got the he got the Lions out of the cellar. Yeah, but couldn't get him over the hump. He's like the most boring coach on the planet, and and it's not team, something that excites your fan base. This team is. I mean, this is a Ferrari sitting in the garage, just waiting for somebody to hop in and just give it. Now hell. they're
1: they're going to interview Mike McCarthy. Eventually, would I you mean, feel like on the back
0: burner? I mean, I don't know. I need to know how motivated McCarthy is, because he wasn't. Mo- but a lot of that could have been Rogers was just just unwilling to work with him. Who would you want? Bruce was the guy I wanted, and then I wanted to keep uh, Kitchens as the OC. That's what I. That's what I wanted, and I wanted Bowles as the, the DC. Like that's 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 all I wanted in my life. I wanted Bruce. I wanted Bowles. I wanted Kitchens. That's a staff.
1: What uh all right so so now that you can't have Arians I
0: can't have that. I don't know what I want now. I'm not I don't know what I want. I, I mean, would have been very happy with Josh McDaniels, but Josh that's not happening. Josh said I'm staying in New, New England. I'm not doing this again. Um and uh I really don't know. So the college coaching names that have been floated out there. One is the most ridiculous name I've ever heard in my life. Two years of Kirby Smart, and all of a sudden he's getting NFL job offers. That's the dumbest thing on earth. That guy wins because he's got immensely better talent than the other side. Yeah. That's it. That's the list. That's the only thing that makes him a good coach. Um, uh, Matt Rule's name got thrown out there. Matt Campbell's name has been floated out there. And uh, Fitzpatrick's name has been thrown out there.
1: Uh, Fitzpatrick came out and said – Oh, no.
0: I don't think any of those guys are taking him.
1: Wait, Fitzgerald, right?
0: Yeah, Fitzgerald. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fitzgerald yeah. from yeah Northwestern. Yeah, and and I don't think any of those guys are taking college jobs. But those, I do like that the NFL. Some I could see Matt some Ruhl GMs taking and this owners, job. I wouldn't be upset because I love him so much. I don't know anything about what he knows about the league. Cause it's a little bit different than college. No, it is uh, not but, in the Big Twelve no more. But he's a tough guy, and no, he, he he'd be the one that I'd be the happiest with. I want him to keep kitchens and. uh I really wish that there was a way to get Todd Bowles DC.
1: Well, I mean, they, right, so the Bucks haven't announced Todd Bowles DC, but, but, but him and him
0: and Bruce have—they're like attached great, the Yeah, hip. they got good ties. They're they're boys. They go they go a long way back.
1: All right, next week we will uh, we will get into even more changes because I would imagine within the week uh, it, it will be something more crazy will happen. I would imagine. Um, so that's going to wrap up our NFL coaching changes for the week. Uh, On the podcast, we appreciate y'all hanging around with us for a little while. Uh, Come back next week. We're going to have a whole lot more stuff. We appreciate you guys for listening this entire season. We hope that you guys are winners. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter at winningcures. You can follow myself at GaryWCE.
0: You can follow me at Chris B ChrisBGiannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I.
1: You can also email the show, that's Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 Nine eight nine nine. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
0: have a good one, guys.
1: Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review.
0: For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee.
1: So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.